Humanity has always hunted for knowledge in the unknown. Welcome back. I am Joe the Widget, and I am joined by my fellow amazing adventurers of the Starfield, starting with the pooped Rook. Yes, I'm pooped, but we got some stuff to talk about. It looks like it might be a decent show today, so let's get to it. And join us always by Mr. Poopy himself, Archon. Goodness. So, every show is a good episode. Not just decent, every show, because we're talking about Starfield here, so... It's got to be great, right? It has to be. That's why we're here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about it. We are up to episode 16 already, guys. It's just like it's flying. Crazy. It's been that long. I do have some in-game stuff that I found very interesting we'll talk about. So does Rook and Archon. And we're going to talk a little bit about side quests. It's going to pretty much on the agenda today. So let's just dive right in. So I guess on that note... um, Kind of goes along with my playthrough for the week. Um, I started playing my controller-only character. And as I was, you know, just kind of getting a handle for the controls and stuff, I'm getting a lot better with them. I'm starting to feel more comfortable with the combat and stuff. But it's still not point-and-click. Point-and-click no. is always... It's yeah. never going to be. I mean, even if I get pro-level, it's it's point-and-click is just always going to be better. I do like the movement and I like the, the, you know, the ease of it and stuff with the controller. That's fun. The combat is just not quite there on the controller. And some of the buttons are a little wonky. I don't There's know. a lot of different um, commands and button commands for Starfield. I was really curious about how they handle that with the controller. Yeah, it's kind of weird, um, especially like space travel and stuff like that, where with the computer and the keyboard and stuff, when you go to space travel you can like select your system and then select where in the system you want to go where so far i you know i haven't really tried traveling anywhere that isn't part of a quest but when i go to click on like a system it just automatically takes me to the planet i'm supposed to go in that system for the quest it, it doesn't give me the system and let me choose and really yeah it's been kind of weird well that's something that you could change in the menu yeah oh. Because that wouldn't make any sense to do that drastic of a change with a uh, controller. Yeah, because, like, usually, like, if you're traveling from, like, you know, New Atlantis to Mars, you select the Sol system, and then you select Mars, and then you'll set your waypoint to Mars. Well, as soon as I select the Sol system, it just took me straight to Mars. So, I don't know. That, is, don't that wouldn't know work for exploring. Yeah. I mean, it seems like if you're exploring, there has, like... Maybe if you're going somewhere where there's not a quest objective, then it lets you actually pick where in the system you want to go, or it just flies you to the system and then you pick. Or I don't, I I'll, I'll test it a little bit more. But as I was getting kind of comfortable and stuff like that, I you know immediately in my head started thinking, okay, which side quest should I knock out real quick? Which ones you know are going to give me the best rewards to help me level? And I thought. You know, that'd be a good thing to kind of talk about is like some of the main side quests that you kind of don't want to miss because they give really good rewards that'll help you along on your journey. 
So I kind of compiled a list. Um, a few of the ones on the list we have already talked about, like in our, you know, quest of the week and stuff like that on occasion. Like the first one, the Mantis quest. Yeah, which we about. covered like in episode seven, which was our first full episode. But that one is so critical. I think we've covered it a few times, but I mean, the, the rewards are just so good. At this point, I'm not really doing much spoiler alerts when it comes to these quests because they're all such common knowledge and, and the game's been out so long that like if you're being spoiled at this point, then you're deliberately, I don't know, not paying attention. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, the Mantis reward, I mean, you get the ship and you get the armor and it's just, it's it's so critical. The ship is huge when you first start. Um, the quest, obviously, like we talked about before, is obtained from uh, you kill spacers and they'll drop an item called Secret Outpost. You click on it, it gives you the quest. As much as people then, complain about the, the the look of the suit, it's it's actually one of the best suits you can get early on. It, it, it is. very much is. Yeah, it, that, it's very good. And it's one of the first non-bulky suits you see in the game. Everything else has that really bulky look to it, but the Mantis suit is actually more form-fitting and all that. I mean, the the helmet does look a little retarded, but you're trying to mimic a Mantis, so, I mean, I get that. What I think is probably the best reward for that quest line is not the ship, it's not the the suit, but the reputation. Yeah, I agree. It it can help you a lot later in the game. I'll be honest... I liked it for the first three times we ran into spacers, but after that, I was like, "This is getting annoying." <laughs> I want to kill him, dang it! There is a um a little uh, money hack regarding the mantis that I, I learned about recently, but I'm not going to talk about it in the air because I don't want everyone to know about it. Yeah, they just patch it out. And next week's patched anyway. As soon as you right. start talking about it, they patch it right out. All right, everybody, go Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, well, you, you can find it if you Google it. It's it's well, it is kind of cheating though. Another uh, another kind of disclaimer that I'll kind of put on this list is this is not like when I'm when I'm saying side quests I'm not talking like the the faction missions and things like the the, the long quests these are all like relatively short quests that give good rewards. Like the Mantis you just go to the hideout, go through it, get the items and you're that's it. And if you're playing it on on hard or very hard though with a new character, it does take some time. Yeah, you got to crawl through, but it's not like a chain of quests. It's There's just a like lot of baggies in there. Yeah. The second quest on my list is one called uh, First Contact. You obtain it um, when you fly into the Parima 2 system. Mm-hmm. Um, that, as soon as you... What? That, that quest has my favorite line ever. <laughs> You're human? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, as soon as you arrive, you'll uh, be contacted by a security chief and they'll uh, of a nearby resort who wants to discuss a large unidentified flying ship that's in the orbit. I have and to argue one thing about this quest, though. It's a very, very inter- interesting story. That's the best part about it. But the rewards are terrible. Really? Yeah. Well, I didn't think they were that bad. I they mean, give they you gave antique um, sporting equipment that you really can't sell for much and you spend more money than you make. Yeah, but you end up getting, I want to say it was somewhere around like 8,500 credits, which at low levels is, is pretty decent. But I spent 25,000. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> the, it, it, it's, it's a quest that gives you a debt instead of... The, the value of this quest, ladies and gentlemen, is the story of this quest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a really fun quest. Yeah, it gives uh, you a little bit of background of information. Yeah. 
Right. Um, the next one on my list, um, it's called the Calander. It's not technically a quest. Um, it's it's when you're uh, in the last Hope Saloon in New Atlantis, the bartender will be talking about this ship called or a person called the Calander that's causing all kinds of problems. Um, or if you just happen to be in the Schrodinger Three system, you'll you'll run into this ship, and it's it's hostile. You have to board it. You have to clear it out. Things like that. But the rewards in there, there's so many good items that I've found in that ship. So many loot chests. So many like little safes you can crack. There's just a lot of goodies on the ship, so it's worth doing. This is one I have um, not heard about. It's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the colander is a, uh, is the one where the ship's jumping between, uh, no grav, gravity, no grav, gravity. Yes. It's, it's, it's an interesting little clear because, yeah, you are, like, like Rook said, you're, you're the gravity's constantly shifting. It kind of so, reminds me of, like, the, the quest, yet non-quest, is that casino space station? Yeah. With no gravity? Yeah. It's worth it, but... I'm surprised the jackpot was so little. <laughs> yeah, it should have been a lot more. That that's True. why it's not. That's why that one's not on the list is because the jackpot was like tiny. Well, the jackpot was so little. That's why that whole place shut down. Right. <laughs> My spacers took it over. Um, the next one on the list, it's a, it's actually a really quick quest. Um, I did it in about ten minutes. Um, it's called the Ground Pounder. It's one of my um, favorite quests in the game. Yeah, when you when you fly into the Altier system, you receive a distress signal of a research station that's being attacked by spacers. You go, you help them clear out the spacers. Doesn't take very long, and you get a weapon called the Peacekeeper, which is actually a really really strong weapon for low levels. So that one's fun to do, and it, it, it gets you really talk good. a little bit more about it. What is that quest? I'm trying um, to remember. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's literally like that's the whole quest. You just go down, you help this, you help clear the spacers. Okay, okay, okay. I will fill you in on this quest. Ground Pounder is a quest where you get a, in space, you get a distress signal from a station. You land at that station, and it's actually being attacked by spacers, like you said. But when you get there, it's actually a Freestar Collective base that's being attacked, and some UC Marines have come to actually... now I know this quest. Yeah, okay, this is the one where I was wondering about if you're aligned by which side you would mm-hmm. the different results would be okay yeah i just couldn't remember what that quest was yeah it actually shows the dynamic between the uc and the uh freestar collective from the point of how the foot soldiers see each other and how they're willing to interact with each other even though the larger systems in in a whole really don't get along yeah, exactly. And I, I remember the Peacekeeper. It is a very decent gun, like Archon says. So, and you're absolutely right. The story behind it and the different dynamics was well worth it. A lot of these quests that he's going into, honestly, some of the biggest rewards is not what you get afterward, but the story and the elements you get during. Mm-hmm. Right. I just like to do them on the new playthroughs for the rewards because I, you know, once you've done them once, then you just kind of. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but once I've done the quest once, the second time I do it, I don't pay as much attention. I just. I pay as much attention. I just because I actually want to see how my uh, choices change things. That's true. That's true, especially in this game, because, yeah, the different options you choose for chat can change things quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next quest on the list is another one that uh, Widget actually talked about as a quest of the week called Tourists Go Home. 
Um, <laughs> it's a uh, best suit in the game. It's found on Titan. Uh, Moon on so Saturn. Done this one. You uh, you get a suit that you use throughout the quest, and if you do the quest three times, then they give you like a permanent version of the suit, and it's pretty nice. It, it's hilarious. It, it's I'm well curious. worth doing just to have that suit. I'm, I'm curious what would happen, like if there's any other places you can interact with while wearing that suit to get reactions out of people. Yeah, that'd be kind of that would be hilarious, like going around New Atlantis with it and people running and screaming away. That'd be great. Uh, the Red Mile is another yeah. one on my list. That, I mean, it's it's you can get a lot of resource resources from killing the mobs and stuff if you're while you're running the Red Mile. Who who kills the mobs? You just run. I do. Because you get, had, a lot of, you get tons of resources from them. I had all of the uh, people inside run outside to try killing it. I had to wait for everybody to come back in for me to complete a quest I was doing there. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And I actually found out that there's a there's an extremely powerful shotgun you can get from the Red Mile. If you get to the number one spot? Yes. You yeah. have to get it, it like 30 times. Spot, and then you get like a really powerful shotgun. I personally have never ran it that many times and never will because it's not worth it. <laughs> like if you go back every now and then maybe, but I'll, I'll new game plus before I run it 30 times. That's for darn sure. The next one, leader of the pack. If you want to do any sniping whatsoever in this game, you need to do leader of the pack. Uh, it's found in Aquila city. Um, you basically are helping the marshal of the city fight off an Ashta attack and you get a super good sniper rifle as a reward. It's a it's a legendary sniper sniper rifle. That's an old cheap. earth hunting rifle, and as so everyone good. knows, it's one of my favorites. Yep, mm-hmm. it's so good. I, um, I do this quest every time on my new game plus now on my main. Yeah, one of the first things of, I do. One of the first things, Jack, just because that sniper rifle is so strong. It's really not um, that bad of a quest. I mean, you have to wait a couple of times during it and it's got an interesting little story behind it but parts of that 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 story and that quest kind of make me just shake my head like what are you even talking about like that so-called alpha i sit there and one shot the stupid thing and so he was, as we're walking up to it, he's talking about oh it's gonna be kill us all we're gonna be dead and good luck to you if i don't make it back i just pull my rifle thing just drops <laughs> all right we're done let's go back give me my rifle one bullet between the eyes. Now give me a good rifle, and if you had this rifle all along, you should have been able to kill this thing, no problem. Right. <laughs> After that, I generally do a quest called Red Tape Reclamation. You can find it in Sidonia. It is a mining quest where the miners basically had all their gear stolen, and you have to go back and get it back. Um, you can do a fun little battle to get the gear back, or you can just use your persuasion to persuade them to give it back, and then... It's hmm. probably the easiest quest on this list. It takes two minutes if if you. I have an easier one I'm gonna talk about later, but in the, this kind of ties in what my gameplay is about, and I'm very interested about this. I'm gonna try to remember this so I can bring it up again. Okay, I'll help you remember. But yeah, that one uh, it, it gives a pretty decent you know credit reward and stuff, and it takes no time at all to do. So it's it's. It's worth it. You're, I mean, a lot. You're in Sidonia a lot at the beginning of the game, so why not? I, I have a, a new nickname for Sidonia based off what I found and this. We'll talk about it later. Operation Starseed. I've never heard either one of you guys talk about this, but this quest is actually really fun. It's on Charybdis Three. I have talked about it. I talked about it once on the air. 
Did you? Yep. Yes, he has. It's one of my favorite quests. I really enjoy doing it because it's you a lot actually, of fun. yeah, you actually find a colony um, that's basically it's three factions inside the colony that are all led by different clones of famous historical figures. Um, I won't say who it is so that you can like you know go check it out yourself because it's it's kind of cool if you haven't done it. Um, and if you actually choose all of the the right options in this quest, you can get a historical figure as one of your crew. You're looking at me kind of confused like you didn't know that. No, I was trying to remember which one it was. Uh, it's a famous female pilot. We'll just oh. say that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know who, who it is. I didn't and hire you, her because I didn't want to spend the credits at the time. Yeah, you can get her as one of the members of your crew. So that's actually kind of cool because you, you like are running into people from actual history and... I don't know. I found I found that quest really neat. I'm I'm kind of a history nerd a little bit. I I enjoy history and stuff. So just running into those people is kind of cool. And then also while you're doing the UC and Crimson Fleet quest, um, the where you're kind of spying on the Crimson Fleet for the UC, there's a quest called Burden of Proof with the the little chick there that she wants you to bring her any evidence you find. Um, there's 15 pieces of evidence, and if you collect all of them and give them to her, she gives you a really good gun that will do more damage the lower your health gets. So if you start dying, then you start wrecking face. <laughs> so it's uh, I don't know, if you're doing the other the, the the Crimson Fleet quest anyway, you might as well do that. Get the gun. Um, it is possible to collect all 15 pieces of evidence before you have to choose whether you want to do UC or Crimson Fleet. So even and if you want to... Yeah, even if you still want to go Crimson Fleet, you still can and still do this quest. This so isn't really so much a side quest, but a, a piece of a bigger quest. It's a side quest that's part of a bigger quest. Because you can only do it... of the faction yeah, quests. Kind of, but you don't have to do it. Like, you can totally skip it. You don't have to bring her any evidence if you don't want to. So, yeah, but every quest, almost every quest in the game has options like this. So, really, I can't say this is part of the uh, a side quest versus a main quest. Or, or just another part of a main quest. I, I don't know. I haven't ran into any other quests where during a quest you can do a side quest. Like the Ryujin. There's... There's no side quests you can do during Ryujin. So, I mean, this is this is completely a side quest because you can do that main quest without ever doing this quest. It's just a side piece. But you can't get it unless you're doing that quest, the main quest. The question is, is it an optional task of a quest or is it its own whole quest when you get it? And when you get it, it's its own whole quest, and it is an optional one. Okay. It's just, you get uh, quite a fair amount of credits, though, for each piece. And they, yeah. when you when you get the whole Crimson Fleet quest, it talks, she'll, you go to the, his assistant, and she'll talk to you about getting the the um, evidence, and it pings up into your logger at that moment. So it's kind of like an optional branch of that it's main like quest. It's like an optional branch of an optional quest. Yeah, Ooh, that's... Yeah. That's the like. I, I, there's a lot of really good ones. I just kind of picked ten for the interest of. Oh, there are so many quests in this game. Yeah, especially so side quests. Many. And uh, I, but those ones, most of those give pretty decent rewards and have a lot of really cool lore attached to them. So 
those are the ones I decided to include. Those are the ones that I always try and do every playthrough just because of the rewards that they give. Another another one that's like an honorable mention, um, the, the one that uh, Vlad gives you after you first talk to him where he tells you to go to his villa. I mean, I've I've already talked about that one on the show as well. There's I still have really never done that. Weapon. Yeah, there's a really good weapon, a really good pistol you can get from his house when you go there. So that's that's another one I would suggest as well. I guess honorable mention. So what have you been up to, Rook? I was running my bounty hunter through uh, the UC quest line and unlocked. Uh, started the mission to go get the robot. And said, screw this, I want to start a new character. So I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Kalen. He's a soldier. He uh, has his dream house. Um, he is a member of the Sanctum Universum. And he prefers being on land and in space. And uh, his quick backstory is, after years of being a soldier, he decided to leave the life of combat behind. Now he seeks peace and exploring the unknown and finding new life instead of taking it. What kind of adventures await? What dangers are of the next hill? Will he finally be able to find his peace? A little uh, information. If you guys haven't heard our new sh- our new show we've been doing, it's on episode four now. Raw and Nerdy. You'll know that Rook is a big RPer. He's a big D&D player. So this fits exactly into mm-hmm. to him. And when he mentioned that he was doing this, like, oh, this is a total RP bat blast. But, man, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be cool to hear what you have to say about it when you when you get into it. Well, so, uh, I did get a little into it. I went when I went to the uh, got through the beginning and went to Crete. So I found the Terramorph, but he wasn't an Alpha Terramorph for me. He was a Burrowing Terramorph. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Was was he fighting a bunch of spacers? No, he's fighting ecliptic. Oh, that's what I meant. Ecliptics. He was fighting <laughs> some ecliptics. Yeah, and they didn't last much longer either. Was he talking inside soldier. your head? No, I killed him too fast. Oh. <laughs> I had this really powerful shotgun from inside the uh, abandoned research facility, and uh, killed him really fast. Hmm. So here's my question then. If your guy is seeking peace and exploring the unknown, are you doing like kind of a sort of pacifist run or are you just like blowing the snot out of stuff? I am going the route to I am not firing first. So if someone attacks you, you you will defend yourself. I'll defend myself, but I will not initiate combat. You're going the Han Solo route, huh? That's the exact opposite of my main, my, (laughs) my RP'd assassin killer of awesomeness. The problem with doing that is if I go into an abandoned base and start getting slaughtered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. So you'll so you'll never hold you'll never have a sniper rifle then because No. It's gonna be assault it's gonna be like he uh I picture him as a frontline infantryman. Okay. No special forces or anything like that. Just a frontline infantryman and he just had to get away from it. That is fair. Trying to find his own place in the world. Yeah, and his first thing he did when he got out was buy a house. What's your character and I was trying name? to figure. Kalen. Kalen. Okay. Kalen, what do you what do you think of that dream home? It's pretty. It's pretty. It's nice, a nice. It? It's a nice layout, and it's a nice home. I just now got to figure out how to decorate it. I don't know how I want to decorate it yet. <laughs> Eventually, I'm going to have enough characters where I will have played with every single of those um, traits <laughs> and see them all. 
And Dream House is one I have not seen or Sanctum. And Terra Firma, I have barely remember what that is. Terra Firma is you get a bonus to oxygen on ground, oxygen health on uh, on a planet, but in space you get a penalty. All right, that's what I thought. So you're going to be a lot of time on, on planet. Yeah, he's going to be my new explorer. Can you see where I said he's going to explore the yeah, universe? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mister, I got to explore oh, everything, universe. see everything. My, my goal with this character is to literally, because I don't plan on bugging him out like I did my main character, is to explore every planet I can land on. Well, the good news is the rumor in the rumor mill is that... Uh, Bethesda has fixed that little problem that you were running into. It will be up in the next patch. We will see. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it's been fixed in the in the beta. That beta with that's also running the um, DLSS. Mm-hmm. I have a little challenge for you, Rook. <laughs> I want to see your best pictures of your favorite planets that you're exploring on our Discord. All right, I'll do I that. I want to see your your awesome shots, man. I'll I'll, I'll do that. Right I on. think I can think I can come up with some good ones. I think you can too. That's why I'm challenging you with it. <laughs> we'll have to see uh, what kind of what kind of shots I can get with some hostile creatures in the background. <laughs> right, <Yeah. laughs> that would be cool. Some action shots. It'll what attack be, me first. What would be cool is if they give you uh, emotes so I could do like a little peace sign while I'm being attacked from behind. <laughs> there are poses. Like, yeah, it's like you're like, see, I have. Photographic evidence. He attacked first. <laughs> I'm just standing here peacefully taking a photo while he's eating the back of my head. So far, the only picture I've taken in, or two pictures I've taken in game were a sunset on a planet that turned green. And uh, it was with me and Sarah. Now, if I was an artist, I would draw this mental image I had in my head with Rook's character sitting there with a peace sign, his phone out like this, and a little, little creature with his head wrapped around him, gnawing on his head with drool coming off and tentacles <laughs> flapping around. A heat leech. Yeah. He's just stuck to the back of his helmet. Like When you numb. did that pose on when you did that pose on our camera, I actually s- pictured uh, what we saw last year at LA Comic Con where the chick was wearing the uh, halo armor with the cat yeah. ears and she did that p- peace pose. <laughs> yeah, that's like really popular with cosplayers. <laughs> I know, it's something right? to do with anime. I don't know. Uh, that's for another show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the other one. But yeah, uh, so those are my goals, and uh, we'll see what happens. Dude, I like it. I like it a lot. So do it. Do it. Do it. If you guys want to see his pictures, join our Discord. Discord.gg forward slash raw podcasts with an S at the end. All right, guys. So I, I'm playing my, my politician character some more. And I forgot last episode we were talking about someone was exploring and the things that they had found. Or was that in Discord? I don't know. Mention it. Uh, Describe it. Someone was just... No, it it was last episode because it was, I think, Archon when he mentioned the exploring Crete when he found the um, Theramorph. Oh, yeah. So I was doing the uh, UC missions, right? And I got to the point where I had to find the scientist in Sidonia to get to take a sample to him so he can analyze it and realize that we all got to freak out because Terramorphs are invading. But I decided why not after I rescued him and got him involved, why not explore Sidonia? I have never done that. I go in there for little brief periods of time just to finish these particular quests and I'm in and out. 
So one of the things I did is I was down already at, this, at level two on the bottom, and there's this big mining operation going on in this big open room, right? And I was curious about it, so I started walking around, and there, I finally found a couple of named miners. And the first one I talked to was, uh, what was her name? Gori? Linsong? Limsong. Really super annoying voice. Does not match the character at all. It's kind of hilarious. But she starts talking about things, something about how they are clearing out that area down there for a future city expansion. But they don't know what it is. So I was really curious if they're going to be doing something with Sidonia based on the DLC and adding in that expansion or finding something horrible and sinister down there. That's possible. Yeah, it is possible. Or some in-game you haven't come across yet where you can build down there. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Then this other NPC walked up to her, um, Layla, and they started, started arguing about who's going to get more on the quota. So I interrupted their conversation because it was stupid. And I talked to her, and she wound up, was as, as I was talking to her, she mentioned the heart of Mars. That piqued my interest. So I in, in, inquired with her about what is the heart of Mars, and she tells me that it's this... Vein of the purest titanium anyone has ever seen in Mars. It's rumored to be in this particular cave, but everyone has died trying to get it. It it felt off as she was saying it. And then I felt even more off when she knew exactly where this cave was and marked it on my map for me. I went to this cave, just fast traveled there. I should have just hoofed it, you know, it would have been fun to hoof it. I didn't have time. Went to the cave, and it's this little tiny cave. It looks unusual for the other caves I've seen in Mars. And there's a little icon, a little titanium vein right there, and it calls the heart of Mars. So I mine it up, and I pull it in my inventory, and I take it back to her. And she's starting to go, going, how in the world did you actually find the heart of Mars? It's a joke. We do this. We send people out there as a way of hazing new miners, and it d- doesn't exist. But yet, here it is. It's in your hands. And she apparently gave me the wrong cave. (laughs) So I found the heart of Mars. And the interesting thing about it is it weighs 10 pounds. And it's worth 28,000 credits. And it took me a couple minutes to get it. Now, is it worth 28,000 credits? Or is it it value 28,000, but you can sell it to a vendor for 280? Well... 208 oh no i i took it to a vendor and they were offering me 12k for it oh that's so, not bad but i have a couple points and yeah in making the prices better and i'm, I'm holding on to it early game yeah i'm, I'm holding Art. on to it so when i max out that skill i'm gonna go sell it for close to max value and it's interesting it's an interesting or it's different i saw so that reminded me of that quest you were just talked about a little bit ago speaking of which um which was it the operations no an operation starseed was it no, um, the other Red quest. Red reclamation. Yeah, so a really quick one inside Sidonia with decent monetary rewards. So mm-hmm. Sidonia is like the the quick cash city. Make money fast, kind of. Place. Go in there, get these quick quests, and you're in and out. But I haven't seen the reclamation one yet, so I'm gonna, I'm still exploring Sidonia. And I found yeah. I came across the mayor, uh, not the mayor, the governor. And he was very suspicious when I was talking to him. And he says that he won't talk politics unless you're a donor, a politician, or a member of the press. And you, you can have the option to kind of pry into what he means, trying to get information, because he won't talk about Sidonia. 
the politics of Sedonia at all. And mm-hmm. he's apparently been in office for 20 years. I offered him a thousand credits. He laughed at me, said not even close to enough, but it doesn't give me any option to add more or anything like that. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. And I was exploring the apartments and I happened to accidentally come across his apartment and I broke into it. <laughs> not much there. The guy has nothing. And I happened to just come across his computer. So I took a look and hacked into that too. And it gives like a little insight about who he is and how his kids are bunny money leech asking for multiple thousands of credits from him and his wife is off in some planet doing this retreat thing that she's hosting and making money at she's been gone for months but then there's these emails from this person called s and it's clearly a very pissed off lover is what i'm getting Mm -hmm. from it so i'm Mm -hmm. gonna try to see if there's anything more on this but i went back to the governor and he doesn't say anything about it yet he's probably the head of constellation (laughs) sarah (laughs) (laughs) dun 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 the plot thickens so I'm gonna explore that giving people ideas right you know what's kind of funny you're sitting here talking about exploring Sidonia and how you've never explored Sidonia and stuff and then I got to thinking you know I have not been anywhere on Alpha Centauri except New Atlantis I've never left the city I've never gone anywhere else on that planet for any reason Never explored anything like I've I've from my pet house looked out and said, oh, yeah, look at all that stuff out there. There's just like a little settlement out there. There's all this. There's that. Never once have I ever said I should go check that out. I did a couple places. Not enough, but I did do a couple. I did the same thing for um, the planet where Aquila City looking for more of those alphas. I have been missing my main and his sniperness of awesome. The guy's completely built for combat. My guy I'm doing right now has three points in combat but one thing i did find out about my politician that i found amusing is that i get a lot of options almost everyone i talk to i get the option to lie to them (laughs) definitely a real politician there hardcore right down to it (laughs) interesting sometimes it works even in games when i went to go talk to the mayor the governor the front desk lady i lied to her and she's oh yeah go right in go right in other times they, they call up, they call me on my BS, but it, it's definitely interesting. Nice. Be like, how dare you call me on my BS? Right. So going on this vein of quests, I have a question for you guys. Of all the quests 42. in the main story, which one is your absolute favorite, and which one is your least favorite? Oh, least favorite's easy. Uh. You, you talking just the main story quest? Follow- yeah, just the main story. I'm, I'm going to ask you another question later about something else. Ooh, okay. That's a tough one for me. The main story quest, I would say my favorite is probably the mission that you do with Stroud, where you have to go like meet up with the dude in the in the nightclub and then go like, you know try and escape and get your ship unlocked and, and go through the corporate building. And like, I, I, I do enjoy that one. That one's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, main story wise, my least favorite is the altered dimension one. That yeah. Was I was just looking for the name of that because I knew you were going to go there. That quest drives me bananas. I hate the only thing that that's like a, a redeeming factor about that class, that quest is when you save everybody. Yeah. And what you get out of it. That's the only thing redeeming about it. Otherwise, it's just a lesson in anxiety 
and stress. See, I, I'm the exact opposite. I really like that quest because the story behind that quest is actually well written. Oh, it is. It definitely so, is. So, and since I play games for the RP and story, to me, that is one of my favorite quests. And I also try going around seeing where I can get to and can't get to through all the different dimensions just to see what happens. The story is okay, <laughs> but yeah, that whole dimensional shift thing does drive me nuts. It, it reminds me of an old PlayStation game called Silent Hill, where you have to go like <laughs> back and forth between the nightmare area and the and the real world, and like solve just, all the puzzles based on that. Yeah, yeah, it's it bad flashbacks. But I, I really least, did like finishing that quest though with um, saving everybody. My least yeah, saving favorite. Everybody's fun. My least favorite. I'm gonna have to say is. The very first quest in the game. Because yeah. it's so restrictive. Okay. Yeah. Well, that That's fair. But it's, it's opening and it's like a way of uh, teaching you the game yeah. in a way. It's like their way of doing tutorial. Well, e- even if you skip the tutorial, um, it's just so restrictive. You it, it will restrict you from fast traveling to other locations outside of going to... Uh, what's it called? Um, New Atlantis. Once you leave... Yeah, because I tried going elsewhere and it said can't fast travel to this location. And it was like, that's annoying. Okay. I did not like the final temple. And especially with my main character because he's a sniper and you cannot sneak, you cannot snipe in that quest going through that final temple. Yeah. In that final temple, my character was on a rage because his wife was killed by the hunter. And so he went on a rage. Yeah. Now, with my pirate, I enjoyed it because I was heavy weapons and mowing everything down, but mm-hmm. it, it it got a little tedious with my main character. Yeah. Imagine trying to do that with uh, on a, on a, pacifist, a pacifist character. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, yeah. No, thanks. I had to wait for my follower to just kill everything. And, and Six like run hours later. <laughs> yeah, it was annoying. And the problem with that is, is you got to hope your followers killing the main guy in that one area. And he, it, they don't. They just kill know. whoever's closest. Yeah. That's why I just gave him like a like I gave him a grenade and a pretty good weapon and just, you know, found a good place to chill for a while. Did we That's talk about me. your favorite one, Rut? Yeah, I told you. My favorite one out of all the quests I can remember is the time jumping one. Okay. All yeah, right. the dimensional one. You said you yeah. liked it. I didn't know if you said it was your favorite. But. Well, because to me, the main story quests are actually fairly boring in this game. I actually really like the game because of everything else in the universe. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot more to do in this game. Uh, they could have done a little bit better with the main story, but I really like the overall arcing story of of uh the dimensional one and i do like depending upon the character's motivations at that time how i went after uh the hunter and got mowed down several times by hunter (laughs) (laughs) my favorite is kind of hard and um i have two because they're two different reasons and the one where you you first meet andresia because you find out she's badass and i've got she's my boo i got a thing for Mm -hmm. her but also the neon one, and I, I like the neon one because, well, it fit my main character a lot, but I like the complexity of it and the different things that you get to do throughout it. It, it 
felt more acting, more action, and I don't know if intuitive is the right word, but intriguing to me. Fair enough. What about your favorite faction doing Free their star. missions? Freestar. The Freestar missions are by far my favorite. And it's not because I like the Western feel and the, uh, what's the name of that TV show? Firefly feel of New Atlantis. But it, it's because of what the main story is about. And it actually takes a, uh, takes a big hit onto uh, what I see fellow uh, service members go through. I served in the Navy for 10 years, so I actually have friends who hated how the wars went and stuff like that. And it really hits that chord really well with that story. Fair enough. What about you, Mr. Archon? I have a feeling that mine is very similar to yours. Um, Mine's already should be already well known on the show. I think yeah, both I, of y'all's is Crimson Fleet. No, mine, <laughs> mine hands down, I, growing up, one it's of my really favorite true. games, even though it wasn't on my favorite games list, which is kind of weird, was Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. And the Ryujin quest line just, just reminds me so much of it. The sneaking around, the, the you know, avoiding detection and jumping into the air ducts. And it was just so the much espionage fun. of it just intrigued yeah. the crap out of me. When I'm roleplaying my main character, it was right up his alley. Except yeah, for the fact I, I couldn't kill anybody, which was driving him nuts. <laughs> but oh, the sneaking yeah, around the yes. weapons so that I could still pretend to kill them. But you're not you're not far off, Rook, when it comes to the Crimson Fleet, because there's moments about that that quest line I loved. Mm-hmm. The amount of money you get, I loved. <laughs> I liked the choices and the dynamic results of that choice and that that quest. See, I don't know what it is, but it seems like Bethesda and their writers really focused on the expansion of the universe and everything else going on and just threw the main story in there as a guiding factor. Something about the Crimson Fleet quest line and and, and the reward just makes me feel like somebody at Bethesda screwed up. <laughs> because, I mean, you, you get you, you you go to a casino ship and you 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 break in and you get the, the the jackpot and everything and it's nothing. You do all these other quests and you get like twenty thousand is the most you'll get on any reward. And then you do the Crimson Fleet quest and it's like, oh, here's two hundred and fifty thousand credits. No other quest comes even close to that much credits. And honestly, mm-hmm. the Crimson Fleet's probably one of the longest quest lines. It is pretty long. Uh, and there's multiple ways you can do multiple things like when you go on that cruise ship yeah. there's so many different ways you can approach it Yeah. now there is one major downfall to the Crimson Fleet quest What's if that? you if you side with the Crimson Fleet who is your number one enemy in the game when you're going to these abandoned buildings I, I mentioned that too because that was annoying <laughs> as crap going in my main character and shooting somebody dead and realizing they're not fighting back what the mm-hmm. crap? <laughs> I, oh, yeah, yeah, that's full of Crimson Fleet. So I was doing one quest. I was actually live streaming it once. And I went into that situation where I had to go kill the main guy in one of these outposts for a side quest. Mm-hmm. And it was Crimson Fleet. So I like, you know, screw it. I went down to the bottom without fighting anybody, put mines all around the person I'm supposed to kill, and just started chucking grenades from the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Blew everything up like crazy. 
completed the quest and walked right out, and no one else attacked me. They probably really didn't like that guy. Instagram is lead. <laughs> they figured I was probably just some vendetta, you know? Well, probably. I mean, honestly, on the re- when you do the Ryujin quest, you're killing other, like, corporate and other Ryujin people, too. Like, the, you start I went through without Ryujin killing quest. anybody. You start the Ryujin quest because by going and talking to a guy who's terrified that Ryujin's going to come and kill him for quitting the company. Like, I mean, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Ryujin's still my favorite. I love the suit reward that you get for it. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite little sub items you can get. I would love to see in the the future, in the future or some form of expansion or something like the reorganization and re-rise of the Crimson Fleet. Oh. Well, yeah, I, I, really I want to see more of the Crimson Fleet. I want to see more, but I don't know how they'd approach it though on DLC because of that that that, that dynamic choice. Yeah, I don't know if you can do, do anything with it. But I have a big feeling there's going to be a fifth playable faction, and that's going to be the Varun. I th- I think it's going to focus around the Varun a lot. But see, here's my issue: is that with an expansion. I'm really curious to see how they're going to do it because they pretty much negate any type of expansion by doing the whole multiple universe restarting over and over thing. Because how are they going to add new content that just suddenly is there, but it hasn't been there for every other reiteration of you going through the... Through the it's house. a new universe you went to. Come on, it's not going to be exact. That's easy. <laughs> I mean, House, Ver- House Verun gets a hold of the uh, artifacts and starts jumping through universes and happens okay. to come into the universe you're in. Or does it can play the other way around from what you were saying because it's actually kind of easy to add new content because you can say, hey, they went to a new a new universe. This, this is different about it. Or what about this? What about this? What if the Starborn originated as House Varun? Oh, that would be messed up. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like that. But, uh, in, in regards to the Crimson Fleet, I've read articles where somebody found when they went into their alternate universe, Crimson Fleet won the war, won the battles against uh, UC and was the dominant faction. Whether that's true or not, I don't know, but that's what I read. And it would be interesting. I very, still think very it's kind of cool. Like, every time you go through the Unity, you come out at the beginning of the timeline. I still think it would be cool if they added one where when you come out, you're, like, back in your same... Like, you, you go back to your same universe, like, at like like you never left, and you're just like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? Or, like, even if you try and go into the Unity and it, like, doesn't work. Are you for going some to reason... One? And you, you wind up like halfway in the middle of the main story quest somehow. They think yeah, they thought like, you died, <laughs> or like you know you're on New Game Plus or something like that, and you collect all the artifacts, and you're like, all right, I know what's going to happen. You go into the Unity, and nothing happens. Like for some reason, this time it doesn't work. <laughs> like, or wait, what? How about, how about this? You go in through the Unity, and you go before the events of Starfields happen. So we're before you are even hired to so go be a miner. For that job, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go through the unity too. and go through the unity and walk out or come out and you're on Earth and nothing's <laughs> oh. happened yet. <laughs> or, I don't know. Go, 
How funny. This would be the best. Go into the Unity, and then when you wake up, you're riding in a little wooden cart, and somebody's like, you're finding the way. <laughs> or in a ship. I am surprised I haven't seen a GIF about that yet. That would be hilarious. You that wake up awesome. in the Unity, and you're, in, you're uh, suddenly in Skyrim. That would be Bethesda poking at themselves in a great way. That would way. be hilarious. That would be great. No, I would actually think it would be pretty cool if you went into the Unity and they actually added a alternate reality where Earth actually didn't uh, get destroyed. Hmm. Where they real explore it. Mm-hmm. Well, the they problem with that and the reason why they didn't add Earth, where they did the way it was, because you imagine trying to rebuild Earth. How you know long how it easy take? it would be? Just make it where it's a non-landable planet. Yeah. yeah well, space. Or make it where. Or make it where you can only land. So right now they just have like five or six, I think. Uh, yeah, five or six different uh, points of interest on the planet. So make it to where on Earth you could only hit those points of interest with the rebuilt city. You can't actually go anywhere else on Earth because of restrictions for space travel and all that going on. That's possible. So you guys want to hear? Do it. Yeah. You guys want to hear my theory that I've been really thinking about on what shattered space is going to be? Brains why I smell a lot of smoke out here. I think the term shattered space is going to refer to something changing or being broken with the unity. It's going to shatter space and time, and hmm. cause some type of really big. Thing to happen. I still think it's gonna be a war with the Varun. That the, I, think, uh, I think that's what's star. going to. I think like space is gonna get shattered from you using the uh, the Unity too much, and like you're gonna go into a reality where the Varun. Like, I don't know because the, while um, the other two factions were fighting, the Varun came in and took over. The Hunter mentions going through countless times. Mm-hmm. Right, but. You, I mean, I'm thinking maybe you can only, after so many times of going through, you just shatter space. And then it's going to create some type of weird reality where the Varun, like, win. And I don't they, know they, about they that. take over. I mean, it's possible. I still feel like shattered space is going to be massive war. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, the Freestar and the UC war. having to team up together against the Varun. I think it won't involve... I think and the Crimson be, Fleet. I think it'll be a couple of the factions teaming up with the Varun to fight, to go defend the Varun to fight the Starborn, a group, a massive group of Starborn. One thing I just thought about is um, even, no matter which way you, you uh, go with the Crimson Fleet, there's one character that survives. And if you side with the UC, which most, most people have done, they've seen it. Her, I forgot her name, but the second in command of the Crimson Fleet takes off and runs, and they can't find her. Isn't it like Mira or something like that, or something like something, something like, that. like that? And of course, if you side with the Crimson Fleet, she's still alive. So I'm thinking that um, if they're going to do anything with the Crimson Fleet, it's going to be based off of her leading it. Yeah, bringing it back in full strength or creating her own Black Fleet because the I Black think... Fleet is also something out there that's that's like rumored. I think it'd be amazing to have, if you think about it, you have the Varun and the Crimson Fleet teaming up, which the Shadow remains the Crimson Fleet, against the UC and Freestar. They're trying to take over civilized space. 
And you actually, when you're like jumping between worlds, you can sometimes come across these massive space battles over these planets. Yeah, you see all the residue from it. And you got the choice of like who you're going to side with, which which faction. And the whole DLC is based on which side you go from. That'd be nice. That, that would be neat. I would like that. The, the only issue I have with any faction we, or any game or any DLC we uh, think of is they would have to make something canon in one of the worlds or one of the universes. Something would have to be made officially canon because the way the game is right now every reality yeah yeah and that's something they haven't done yet or even or haven't publicly announced because of how diverse and how many different decisions you can make affects um everything going on so if you make something canon then you're taking one of those choices away so I'm saying that's the biggest thing with the whole Unity thing is once you start messing with going back in different realities and, and time jumping and all that kind of stuff, it, it kind of it it makes it really hard to do a DLC because yeah, how are you gonna have like something that happens in every universe? Like you gotta like I don't know. Now they could. I'm really interested in see what they do. My, I'm my, excited for it. I do think they could easily. Uh roll in a DLC utilizing the Unity. And when you go in, before you walk into the Unity, you have a choice to go somewhere else. Oh, what if, um, like say, I, I'm, I'm just rolling off this this war scenario. Like say you side with the Crimson Fleet, you actually get to use mechs. Oh, that would be cool. What's Crimson Fleet? Or the Varun. Bring some battle tech into it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's gonna it's it it's just it's it's too obvious that whatever this expansion is it's gonna have something big to do with the Varun. Yeah, with I think how, that is quite with how it, little it, stuff it, they put in the game, yeah. They talk about every one of the Varun seem to be everyone you've ever come across seems to be some type of battle and warrior or fighter, and they say that this race disappeared. I think they disappeared because they're just suddenly gonna come out in strength. Like They've been just kind of building up their forces, and they're going to come in strength. Rook is, like, chopping at the bit for something here. <laughs> I am. All right, so I went through uh, Varun and the UC. I went through their uh, embassy, went to the guy's personal computer, and they talk about a period. He talks about a period in his diaries, journals, whatever you want to call them, where he doesn't hear from his home planet at all. For a long period of time. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, they started communicating with him again. So that might be something that they lean towards, where they've just been building and building and building. Or what if we find out the reason why we haven't heard from them for so long is because they are the Starborn and they've all left and gone to different universes. I think that's too much of a stretch. (laughs) I don't know. But is he wrong? I mean, they're all human. I didn't say yes or no, but... No, they've uh, all turned into snake people. Uh, yeah, we've been going... This has actually turned out to be a lot of fun, this episode. But I think I'm going to have to ask the guys to call it here tonight. I'll have to continue these conversations at a later time. <laughs> uh, we yeah. got plenty more episodes to go through, so we got plenty of time to go through this stuff. So much speculation. Oh, tons. And we won't know anything until we start hearing more about the DLC as it gets closer. 
One quick thing before we wrap this episode up, though. Um, I just wanted to just kind of recap on last episode I talked about in our news about the DLSS uh, um, beta. I have seen videos. I've been watching a couple of the videos and stuff today online and read a lot of the comments that it looks gorgeous. Oh, I can't wait. It looks so good. So I can't wait till it comes live because I really, really, really want that experience. All right, guys, if you want to, you know, email on the show, like with your thoughts and comments, like what you think the DLC is going to be, email us in, please. Let us know. We'll even talk about it in the air. Starfieldraw at gmail.com. You can also you can also talk to us through X, a.k.a. Twitter, at StarfieldRaw, as well as Facebook, StarfieldRaw. And you can, obviously, our Discord is very active. We have a lot of people talking about Starfield and, and various other things throughout the day. And that's um, discord.gg forward slash raw podcasts. Come in, say hi to everybody, and just enjoy talking with like-minded people. You can follow we me. We are div- very yeah. active on there. It is. It's quite active. Oh, I said we are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we all are. I try to be. Mm-hmm. Lately, it's been a little difficult, but yeah, I try to be. I mean, we've, me and you, Widget, we've been in there just about every night. We've been in the in the Gaming Together channel just, you know, doing what we're doing, but also in there in case anybody wants to jump in, so. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of our, our, our listeners and people on Discord, they send it, they tend to just do the texting a lot. Mm-hmm. Not so much the voice, so. We always love to talk to you guys, hear from you. Like, I, I had a really good conversation with one of our, our listeners, Illness, it was great little conversation so it was always it's always fun doing that kind of stuff uh, and you can follow me individually on twitter i am at the widget w-i-g-i-t you can follow me at rook 213 and you can follow me at the archon 606 have a great week everybody and keep following those stars stay safe in the blackest sea everybody peace out have a good week guys the show's gonna be about poop over on the right screen i am ready to roll when you gentlemen are too i'm ready the right screen bone saw is ready i'm gonna start it